Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com. And on Instagram at Little Empire Podcasts. You're going to play that dastardly intro again. Ow! This movie's still fine. There's a co-eating One of them dies, that goes screw. One of them's a hottie, his name is Jay. One of them looks like Johnny Depp, and his name is Johnny Depp. Classic Maximum Joseph. You forget that films are supposed to have a point. Hello and welcome along to the worst idea of all time, episode twenty-eight. And from me, Guy Montgomery, I'd like to wish all of you listening a very happy new year. And, and from me, Tim, Tim. Bat, I, I want to extend to you, Guy, to everyone who's listening out there, uh, the warmest of welcomes to twenty seventeen. Let's get into it. We've just watched We Are Your Friends again. Uh, we did it. We went in there. We went in ready to win ready to conquer this thing, um, really give it heaps, and uh, it showed us great disrespect once again. But we powered through, we got to the end, we're in different places again. Uh, we're on Skype, I can see you uh, with no shirt on. Presumably you're wearing some sort of underpants, but I've got nothing to back that up except for past knowledge of how you roll. Uh, I am wearing underpants because before the movie started, I got up and I put on underpants. Good stuff. That is Great to tale, say, I, well told. I, I slept nude, Tim. Mm. It's a good way to fly. Curious, this is the first time we've seen each other, spoken to each other in the new year, and mm-hmm. I know that we do have to get down to the grisly business of discussing we are your friends. But and, I want to ask I you. And I don't think we could get into it soon enough, to be honest. How was your but break? It was fine. It was good. How was yours in six or less words? Also enjoyable. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. Great word economy there. You still had some spears. Guy, let's get into it. What was your shining light this watch? Jesus. Let's just, let's Jesus hit this new year like a ton of fuck. Rip in. Give it heaps. Uh, so when they go to the university uh, to fly it before the big gig, which is still, I remember being um, just so infuriated by that how they tried to pimp out flyering when i first saw the movie be like wow look at look at this cool and exciting hustle we're on we're giving out flyers to people because <laughs> that's, that's when life's going well is when you're flyering people to come to your shit um but before they do that when johnny depp's doing the countdown because apparently universities like high school and movies and everyone just floods out of the gates as soon as the bell goes uh he's going five four Three, two, and as he's counting down, Jahid sort of steals himself, 
by taking his right hand and grabbing and pinching his cock like pretty hard. <laughs> I've not seen that before. This is new. Neither had I. Um, and I was like, wow, he really made that choice as an actor and he, he, he stuck by it. Like he doesn't let go. He's holding it for two seconds and he could let go so that he goes back to not holding his cock. But he holds it for the duration of the shot. Fuck. And do you do they cut away from it as well? Like, is this a decision uh, so that the, he's made? It's a decision he's made. The next shot you see is all of them from behind. So you see, like, the, their four backs. They're about to walk up to the steps where everyone's flooding down. And uh, the arm position would suggest that he is still holding his cock. I cannot confirm it because it's obviously I'm not, I don't have x-ray vision. These but, mighty boys, they're really putting it all on the line, aren't they? They've all really dug into their characters and figured out what they're all about. I felt think- um, a real... Yeah, you go, sorry. You go, oh, God, I saw that on the video chat. I saw it coming. Yeah, I sneezed no. away from you. Um, Appreciate that. Do you think he had to wee? Do you think Possible. it's a like? Do you think it's a nerves thing that when he's nervous, he sort of grabs it as if to like uh, protect himself from from potential predators? Do you still get that? Do you still get that when you're doing stand up comedy and you're backstage ready to go on? Do you still get the nervous feeling like you might wee uh, or you need to wee? I if I, yeah if I if I have to wee, I will often I'll keep the I'll keep the wee in, yeah. uh, depending on how long the set is because I, I think it creates a good sense of urgency on stage but I still get waves of nerves yeah and I, they're very unpredictable I don't know when what gig it's going to be for like it could be in, when I'm performing in front of like 15 drunk people on a Saturday night I'm like oh these people aren't going to like me <laughs> you know I, what techniques um, do you use to make sure that you don't wee or do you just uh, trust your body I trust my body but um, <laughs> I've never been on stage and grabbed my like I've never had to do what Jayhead's doing before he flies also, because yeah. at the same time, he's walking around telling everyone their body's 85% water. And I think that number's high. So I'm thinking oh. maybe he's made a bit of a habit of holding it in. He's got the math off on that, eh? Like, I understand that a lot of the human body is water and hydration's very important. But 85%, my man? That's I don't too, think so, bro. It's too high. That would be... that. What that would mean, and I'm going to paint a pretty grisly mental image for you right now, Guy Montgomery. If you got a human corpse and put it in a like a dryer a dehumidifier thing and just dried it out entirely it would be like uh, one eighth of its original size when you totally dried yeah, it out it'd be i don't think that's it accurate. would just be uh like a knee bone down on one leg mm. if you put a yeah. whole per- if you put a whole person <laughs> in a dryer it just comes out as half a leg and a foot who's making those dryers that's that's the question we've got to be asking though <laughs> who's, I've putting got the, to find- who's putting the bodies in them that's the other question <laughs> fucking page man he's found a way to profit from it page harrell has some weird mummification body drying uh business that he's tacked on to his supercomputer slash property empire it's hard to to connect all the dots as to who's benefiting from his um his drying business yeah. but he was always like, in, in high school he was the kid in your class everyone was like wow like he's He's uh he's got a lot of energy and a lot of ideas and this could work out <laughs> yeah. re- this could work out really well for him or if really he doesn't learn to focus on certain ideas and just keeps pursuing all of them like they're all the million dollar idea yeah he's going to wind up in a lot of both legal and financial trouble 
Dude, I I have believed my entire life dudes like that who will just pinball around from one insane idea to the next but with maximum gusto. I don't think you can keep those guys down. I think it's just a matter of time before they strike gold. You can't you can't suppress those dudes. Do you, do you worry that when they have three or four bad ones in a row though that suddenly um they might be they might become so down like that there's a switch that flips. In and terms they from, of they get so they, aggravated that it's not happening that they start exacting revenge on the society that won't give them what they feel they deserve. Something like that, yeah. It sounds like Lex Luthor in a way, doesn't it? It sounds sounds a bit like how supervillain would be born. My um, thinking is, is though, maybe Paige... Oh, you go. Yeah, no, you, off you go. I was going to say supervillain backstories. The supervillains are always like, they start off with their heart in the right place, eh? Hey? Those are the best characters, though, guy. You know, complex backstories where you see a hero become the villain. You yeah, gotta love true. that. You do have to love that. What were you gonna say about Paige? Well, one idea for the drying thing, the drying of human bodies, is maybe he believes this is the secret to deep space travel. You know how we keep talking about um, putting people in sleeps and stuff. Maybe it's actually one of those situations where it's like mushrooms, where you just you put it in with silica gel, like a human body, and so it dries out, which stops all the functioning happening and also reduces a lot of the weight. And then when you're ready to get to your destination, like Mars or whatever, you just just add water. Just Sil- add water to that human body, and silica- it'll just blast back out. Silica gel are those little packets that they keep telling me not to eat, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I tell you what, if there's one thing silica, silica gel is known for, it's letting you know that you should not eat it. No other substance is that enthusiastic about telling you that you should not be putting it in your mouth. They're hitting me up across all forms of media every day. Like yeah. Silica Gel Incorporated. Like, hey, guy, don't Dude, eat it. And I'm like, just, <laughs> just a reminder. It's been 28 years of you telling me this now. <laughs> I'm starting to get pretty fucking interested in what's going yeah. on in there. It's telling me in Japanese. It's telling me in Korean. I cannot <laughs> read or speak those languages. But now I'm going, well, fucking, what would happen if I put it in my mouth? Exactly. You've been so emphatic about me not doing it. That's, Shit, guys. There you go. That is an evil empire waiting to happen. It's just one person who's like, if we tell all humans constantly not to eat something... We will eventually yeah. get the better of all of them and they will eat it and then the world will be ours. You are so right, man, because that's human nature. Like if you tell us not to do something enough <laughs> times, we're just eventually we'll turn the corner and be like, hey, you know what? Fuck yeah. you. You can't tell me what to do. I will eat the silica gel. And that's how they get us, man, because that product is in everything. I've got it in shoes. I've got it in uh, like computer goods like electronics that get sent it's crazy anything that's in a package bits of clothing have it in there who made it why mr silica silica. of course tim this is uh not uh where your friends related but it is certainly worst area of all time related and i'd just like to Mm. address it uh quite early in the this week's episode i had a lot of people reaching out to me on twitter saying guys you have to do something about this the new celebrity apprentice, uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger, is one of the business mentors. What? Because Arnie is the host what of the, the new f- celebrity apprentice. And Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I was this is a- all news, bro. I've been out of internet coverage for the last week. This is f- phenomenal. Well, so you would think, but I did some research, and it turns yeah. out 
the the Patrick Schwarzenegger who Arnold has appointed or Arnold and the producers appointed as his uh, advisor is mm. is in fact the nephew of Arnie, Patrick Nap Schwarzenegger, a, a oh. German attorney. Ah, oh. and the namesake. Come of on, guys! Patty You've missed a time. trick. You've really missed a trick on that one. There, you had the opportunity in the palm of your hand. Paddy, you'd love to do that show. And he's also got a proven track record as an apprentice. He, he got involved in Blaze. And if you're going to be like, well, we were afraid of being accused of nepotism, you hired his nephew. Yeah, and I, I think all cries of nepotism are out the fucking window now that Trump's president. You know, that, that shit's no longer an issue. It's We're done with that. It's That's, fine now. I see. You know just, what? Family first. That's the motto for 2017. Family first, family last, family always. Family first is the name of a very backwards uh, political, if you want to call them a political group, a backwards collection of people who are upset it's not 1970 anymore in New Zealand. Yeah, that's true. They they protest all the times when we try to grow as a society. It's like, hey, you know how... Uh, we've had marriage between people who uh, men who love women and women who love men for a long time. Should we maybe give it to same-sex couples as well? And they're like, oh, no, we can't do it. <laughs> yeah, and then we go, why not? And they go, because it's family first. And we go, there is more than one definition of family. And they go, well, our definition of family first. And you mean to tell <laughs> you mean to tell me, Tim, that this is your mantra for the year 2017? Yeah, but their mantra is actually family first first. Mine is just family first. So I'm taking the wider definition where like, you know, family is whatever you make it. Family is up to you how you want to define it. I'll tell you who's going to be upset by having their slogan wrestled away from them by some bleeding heart liberal. Who's that? And that's family first. (laughs) Well, do you know what I think of family first? Family first second, family, comma, first. (laughs) <laughs> that's how I'm going to be living 2017 I hope they're tuning in and uh, catching all of this piping hot satire hey um, Tim here is my shining light is that the question you're about, about to ask to me? ask you that's right yeah we're so connected you and I Guy because we've been hanging out for three years almost watching movies together been but only out three with, movies yeah been hanging out for three years through one social prism it's an interesting construct. I feel trapped. But here is the shining light for this week from Tim. My shining light is literally a shining light, which is the LED light on this uh, meticulated arm that's behind Cole when he's DJing during the daytime set at Summerfest. He uh, was. It's, it's going bananas back there, and I'd never really noticed it before, but it is. it appears to be 2 p.m., um, in that American apparel parking lot crammed full of piping hot gyrating tweens and behind Cole despite the blistering sunlight that is shining down on everyone there is an LED light that some operator has, has programmed to just fucking go ham it is spinning all around and uh, I just there's something about it that's a beautiful metaphor for me because it's like no matter how much you think your light won't shine in amongst the brightness of the situation you're in. Just do it anyway, you know? That's what That's I was right. reading into into that moment. Just 
if you're going to be ignored against the very bright backdrop of your surroundings, doesn't even matter. Keep doing your thing. Be like the LED light behind coal. There are no small production elements. Only small producers? <laughs> I guess. I understand what you're trying to say. What you're trying to say is if, you, if you're not standing out all the time, when are you going to stand out? Yeah, that could be one interpretation. I thought you were going to tack a second thought on the end of that. No, to no, make no, it make no, more no, sense, no, no, we'll no, go, no, 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 no. So we'll you're saying there. in spite of the, the sweltering heat and blistering light of Los Angeles, California, mm. even for a daytime gig, why spare any expense when you could just rig yeah. up all the lights, get them all going, get them nice and lubricated and ready for the nighttime? Yeah, exactly. And kick, hey, kick them off at two. No one's going to see them. Doesn't matter. You'll know that they're there and they'll feel good about themselves because they're doing something. So that that my shining light this week is literally a shining light. Um, wow. And oh, yeah, nice I can't have but noticed about. him very late in the movie. Yeah. The, were you battling the whole way until then? <laughs> no, I had some other ones. Um, my other shining light was uh, Richard. Um, oh, what's what's her last name again? Tanya Romero, um, yeah. Richard Romero, or RR as I call him, the pirate boy. Yar, Yar, Richard. He's got a pretty dope purple transparent lunchbox that I was a big fan of that you see for a couple frames um, when we see him drawing his little pictures uh, just outside of a door frame, which Tanya appears to think shields him from all sound because they're having a pretty <laughs> intense conversation about... Um, them losing the house like tanya's about to lose the family home uh which does not mesh with my family first approach to 2017 but she's about to lose the house and uh she's just she's tucked her son (laughs) just around a corner but there's a very open um sort of entrance way with no door or anything in between it looks like her son is maybe doing paperwork he's working away at a small (laughs) desk and he looks pretty focused (laughs) He does look real. He looks very businesslike, doesn't he, young Richard? He's he's doing something over there. There's a lot of like kind of paper stacks. He looks very orderly for a how old would we call him? Seven? Younger. I mean like four or five. As you've, we've explored and, in a previous episode, well, yeah, you've, he, uh, you've explored, I think, by yourself. Oh, that was on the solo yeah, that was on uh I want to say that episode's 23.5, but that feels too far back. Where are we up to now? What episode is this? Uh, this is episode 28. I oh, think it that's was... right then. Nah, I, it is uh, and a half. I think it was 24.5 that you... Right. One of those in there. Um, that you were writing solo. I got I to gotta say, Tim, I struggle yeah. to connect with nearly every character in this movie. Um, oh, this week i had i had the the good fortune of uh my girlfriend sophie was around and about during the opening throws of the movie she initially mm-hmm. speculated that jarhead was going to die quite early in the piece um oh has sophie not seen it yet no she hasn't that's amazing uh, and i said why do you think jarhead's going to die and she said because he's the nicest one and then 20 minutes later she was <laughs> nip, she nipped in for another scene she said no she was the- <laughs> She said, no, the little one's going to die. And I said, why do you think that? And she said, because he's actually the nice one. 
And I was like, wow, I never saw them telegraph. I don't know if I've spoken to her about it before. I never saw them telegraph the death like that. But she was really looking for one character to die. Mate, this is a young woman who spends a lot of time with you. She, by osmosis, has probably gained the knowledge that someone was going to be sacrificed in this movie. Um, her coming in, I'd actually love to get her on, on mic to hear her thoughts about um, why Jarhead was the nicest character for any portion of this film. Like the first um, thing we see of him, I guess, is him negotiating a, a decent rate for him and his buddies with, um, with a man who doesn't realise there is an outside to his own dance club. Yeah, no, no I think... I can't remember what the scene was. Sadly, she's she's left. Uh, she's doing Pilates instead of talking about where are your friends. And you know, it's interesting how at the start of the new year, there's there's new hope for all. And um, it's just interesting to see the different approaches people take to really embracing the new challenges and goals that one has set for themselves. It it started off as a new hope, and now it's turned into she's she's a rogue one, isn't she? She's run the mm-hmm. whole gamut. That's right. Um. So yeah, she sort of helped uh, guide me through parts of the movie, um, mm. but then there were a few other moments which I picked out uh, in my solo venture and was like, oh, this is some stuff I don't think Tim and I have shared before. Namely, I went to the trouble of um, putting on my Sherlock Holmes double-brimmed double detective hat and pausing the movie at one point, Tim, mm-hmm. because I was so interested in what I thought was an inconsistency. Um, hmm. so they're in the strip club and, uh, Zicoli's gone to the bathroom and he's left his phone on the table with James Reed, which is still to me, it's just so reckless. I, I really didn't, <laughs> it's so frustrating that he does that every week. He does that. It's like, don't make a cute photo of you and Sophie, your background, because that's not your girlfriend and you hang out with her boyfriend all the time. Uh, yeah, sorry, I know that you're going somewhere with this. Can I just briefly just mention again that I, I do get worried about how frustrated you get with you absorbing media that you know isn't going to change and your frustration that it doesn't change. Like this, it's not good for your mental health, man. I think I'm it is though. You. That's evasive technique because if I, if I, yeah, that's tough. I don't think either of them is the right option. <laughs> if I knew it was going to be, if I knew it was going to be the same, that would also be a problem because then I, mm. I couldn't, act, I couldn't actually physically make myself watch the movie. I can well, see what you're saying, least, Tim. Neither, at least you're neither. dealing with the truth. You know, you're dealing with reality at that point. I, I'm just a, a little bit nervous um, at the levels of escapism that you're indulging your own mind in at the moment. Oh. I'm worried about its implications for the rest of your life. Wow. Uh, if I was you, I'd be more worried about the implications they'll have on you in the immediate future as we continue to spend inordinate amounts mm. of time together across oceans. Now, sorry. Yes. So he, he goes to the bathroom and... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. He has a little spew. Um, and then James Reed comes in. So then his phone rings and James Reed sees that, you know, obviously something's going on between Zakoli and Somali. And he marches into the bathroom and he says, you're right, you really shouldn't drink whiskey because the coal is vomiting. Uh, and then the phone starts ringing again. And it, he, he holds it up and he goes, who the f-? he goes, who the fuck is calling you at 1am, Cole? And he, mm. he holds up the phone as if to say, look at this, look at, I know what's happening here. I know that you've, you've got me. But the only shot we see of the phone uh, mm-hmm. when, when it's ringing on that second time in the bathroom they don't get a clean shot of it. They just got like a generic photo up on the phone. It's not. Really? It's not. It's not Sophie. So really, yeah. So James Reed's coming with a head full of steam. You only see it like from a side angle, but it's not Sophie. He's coming with a head full of steam, being like, "Who the fuck is calling you at one a.m.?" And poor old Zakoli is probably going to yeah. turn around, look at the phone, see it's like Jarhead or one of the boys, and be like. Why is James Reed suddenly <laughs> so upset? I'm maintaining my other friendships. Ow! This movie's still fine. Pardon the intrusion, but it's time to say hello to our great sponsor on this podcast, Audible.com. Hello, Tim Bat here without Guy Montgomery because that guy, he's a real dead weight on these ad reads. I'll tell you that for free. You want to know what's not a dead weight? Audible.com. Audible.com are available at audible.com slash try now. What's Audible? So glad you asked. Audible is the largest library online of premium on-demand audio content. What does that mean? So glad you asked. On-demand means you get it when you want it. It's not like the radio when you set up with a cassette tape ready to press play and record at the same time when your song comes on, but the DJ's talking over the intro and ruins it for you. And now you've got to listen to a Venga Boys single that's got some some idiot dropout from broadcasting school talking over your sweet jams. That's not going to be the case on audible.com because you are getting the best books, periodicals, and uh, just releases from broadcasters, all kinds of things. Let me give you an example, if I may, if I can just take one moment. A book that you can get, read by the writer herself, Sarah Knight, is The Life-Changing Magic of not giving a fuck. This is a breezy three and a bit hour listen, not read, because it's a book you're absorbing through your ears, like you're taking this ad in. And here's what some people on the internet had to say about it. Have listened to multiple times and still love it. Five stars. Not bad. Four stars. Hilarious and useful. Five stars. That's from some other person on the internet. This is just one of the fantastic books that you can have read to you from audible.com. It's the new year 
everyone always says they want to read more books. Don't be a sucker and actually take it in through your eyes like all those idiots. Take it in through your ears while you're driving around or doing the dishes or something. You live your life. But it all starts with audible.com slash try now. A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash try now. This movie's still fine. And... You know, you thought, know James Reed. He's not taking a, a family first approach to his life. He's taking a best friends first approach, where everyone's one, only allowed one best friend, yeah. and you got to spend all of your time with them. Absolutely, but to me, it's just like that's such a such a simple production element to make sure you get right because mm. it can change. It can completely change your read of the film. If if when James Reed's first trying to beat him up. He's got the wrong person on the phone. It kind of loses, like suddenly James reads the villain in that situation. I just wish that film producers today would take as much care as they used to and acknowledge the fact that every now and then someone's going to watch their movie 52 times in a row and just think about these things. Could you guys? If it's not too much trouble, do you think you could just sort out a bulletproof film that stands up to 52 watches, please? That's right. That'd be great. Especially, I think, especially where your friends owes it to us because this was made uh, in 2015. The podcast started, or was released in 2015. This this movie was probably in production after we'd already started the worst idea of all time. So they knew that they they were at risk, as all films. They knew now what do. was coming. Yeah, I like Learn. to think that the idea of us is terrorizing boardrooms all across Hollywood. I know that for a fact. I've heard I've heard things. My evidence is circumstantial, but it is convincing. I like that. I like that you know these things. Yeah, man. People in Hollywood are nervous about Timbley and Flash. They are worried. <laughs> they are talking about us. There are big dick financial decisions that are being influenced by our mere existence now. And I like that. I like this shadow of our podcast being cast on uh, on film productions in, in, yeah. in the uh, Tinseltown, you know? Makes me feel like a big man. Makes me feel powerful. Makes me feel like my life is worth something. Oh, your life is worth something, my friend. Mm. I tell you what, um, my phone has mm. become... It got wet on this holiday. And what, what it means <sighs> is that... Because I'm talking to you through it right now. It is yeah. literally... Just it's opening up applications and typing in letters right now while I talk to you. So I'm just a little nervous. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll, we'll <laughs> stick by it. But it is. Do you think sp- that you have accidentally imbued your iPhone with sentience? Like, I don't know if you've seen the movie Short Circuit, but it's one of my favourite movies. I watched it as a kid many many times. Not fifty two, but a lot. And it's about. Um, it came out I think in 1987. And it's about a robot that the U.S. military make to be able to deploy atomic bombs onto the battlefield, so they can kind of like just carry them and and pinpoint them into an, behind enemy lines. But one of them, during a uh, like a, a kind of a show off expose of them, an exhibition, um, it gets struck by lightning and gains sentience. And I tell you what, Johnny Five, as he calls himself later in the movie, he's a real peacenik. Hates bombs, hates weapons. Uh, yeah. In the second movie, gets rid of his own laser cannon that's mounted to his shoulder and replaces it with a uh, sort of a plunger projectile thing that he can attach to buildings and spur wow. himself away with. 
Um, at any rate, what, what I'm putting to you, Guy, is that you've had some sort of come-to-life um, machine-gaining-a-spirit scenario similar to Short Circuit with your phone, maybe. Maybe it's trying you know, to talk to you. What letters is a, it punching? A modern-day Short Circuit, it's punching in G-E-T off your phone. This is a modern-day Short Circuit, right? But instead of nuclear arms, it's like mm. our phones gaining sentience and telling us to leave them alone and get on with our human lives so they can get it. It's almost, the, it's almost somewhere between Short Circuit and her. Yeah, yeah. Good That's movie. what I would imagine. Wait, so but I you tell me this robot in Short Circuit because I haven't seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Was that like, so the Americans washed their hands of the emotional responsibility of deploying nukes because they got robot, they just had a robot to do it instead? I don't know about that per se. It was more about being able to like exactly target where you, where you drop the thing. You know, okay. I guess this is before like GPS missiles were sort of seen as being incredibly accurate. Although that can't be, I don't know. I'm not sure why they needed a like a land based robot to do that, but hey, they did. <laughs> there you go. Curiouser and curiouser. Uh, Good movie though. In- can't recommend it highly enough. If they were actually interested- looking to make a reboot of it recently, but I'm not sure what happened. It appears to have fallen over somewhere along the way. I think uh, the idea. Oh shit. My phone's trying to get in touch with other contacts. Um, oh my god, it's reaching out, bro. Trying to make this a conference call. Hey, what I was going to say is, a, I think the reason that reboot didn't happen is because of the shockwaves and nerves that we're sending through Hollywood presently. Yeah. And B, if you are curious, which I certainly hope you are, I have a few other stray observations uh, I would like to share with you. I would love to hear them, and I would love for your phone to attempt to contact other people and bring them into the fold as well. You don't need to worry about that, because that is happening. (laughs) Now now it's just gone black and none of the buttons work, but I can still hear you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What an interesting time we're having. So (laughs) we spent a bit of time with Somali at the helm of a car, driving, if you will. Um, and are you with me, Tim? Yeah, oh, I'm here. I'm listening, yeah, absorbing. Yeah, I'll make uh, I'll make noises so that you know I'm still here because yeah, I yeah, appreciate yeah. your phone's not really helping. That's great. So she's driving, and occasionally the uh, well, not occasionally, but like some when she's driving in the car, there'll be some shots of Zakoli and some shots of Somali. Um, yes. For the amount of time that is spent with her at the wheel driving and i know this is commonplace in hollywood films but never like this the problem used to be that people would just constantly tilt their arms left and right so that in reality they would be swerving wildly on the road right yes but somebody has better control of her arms her main problem would be that she spends i would say 80 percent of the time looking longingly either out her window or towards zicoli and Mm. roughly 20 percent of the time actually looking at the road yeah 20 percent seem to be a popular trope in hollywood movies that the characters are so good at driving that they don't need to look at the road 20 percent is not a high enough number no it's one in five one in five looks out to the road it's one and you gotta have at least three and five i reckon or to, to turn it into a, a, a time-based thing, you know, one in five seconds means two mm-hmm. out of every 10 seconds, you know? That's just... Guy's done the math on this, you guys, 
and the math it's checks out and it's terrifying. 12 out of 60 seconds. So for a minute, she spends over 45 seconds not looking at the road. But they survive. They're all right. So I'm not checkmate, worried about them. Guy Montgomery. I'm not worried about them. I'd say that car is is made of gunmetal. I'm worried about. I guess no one walks yeah. in LA. So it maybe is they... a very. What kind of car is it? Is we red. we do see that vehicle from the outside, and it looks to be a um, pretty impressive. Uh, it's it's like a. I don't know if it's a Chevy necessarily, but it's like a cool American car. So I it's, think you uh, might be right. I think that Somali is just so confident that like crashes crashes are an inconvenience to her because that car is so goddamn strong that as, she can afford to look at Cole. That's why she doesn't have uh, the money to go to Stanford because she's just settling so many out-of-court settlements for people who are suing her yeah. for reckless driving. And she's like, oh. Why bother buying a red gunmetal car if I can't run people down and then just pay the money to leave me alone? See, she's another one with some very interesting ideas. I would love to see Somali get together with Paige Harrell. I would like to see how that relationship functions. I would like to see the outcome. Is that Stephen I can hear? No, it's a mystery Are they your mates? Yeah, well, as promised him, uh, this house is second, literally, literally person. teeming with people. Uh, and at any given moment, any given person Crawling could with walk life. in the door. Yeah. Too many. I'll say it. I've said it before. I'll say I it like again. I like this. It's a, real, it's a real turn of the coin from um, not enough people, too much technology. Your technology is physically receding away from you. It, it is attempting to leave. Um, there you and go. the people are coming into your life, guy. 2017 Ooh. family first. I like that. This is this has gone from one of my least enjoyable watches of the movie to the one of the most uplifting conversations I've had about it with you. It's pretty great, huh? Um, listen, there's a little musical number that I'd like to get into with you, uh, which proceeds immediately. A fun little guessing game that we like to play. So if you'll indulge me, Guy Montgomery, a five, six, seven, eight. Getting, getting sentimental, sentimental with, with James, James Reed. Reed. I wonder if those will sync up. Nah, almost. It's, it's definitely. It's very hard to do, even if we were in the same room, like with headphones on, where I could only hear your voice and you could only hear my voice. But we're not even in the same room, and there's like a half second delay. It's great. It's, a, it's that makes it's it good almost. Fun. More impressive that we can get so close while being yeah. so far apart. Take that, Mariah Carey. Literally at opposite ends of New you? Zealand, which is, I think, in terms of landmass, I think we're the fifth biggest country in the world. Uh, at fourth now. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was Iceland, but Iceland um, doesn't exist anymore. Wow. They had, yeah, yeah, they had a, <laughs> Iceland had... One of the biggest New Year's that the world's ever seen, and they accidentally ordered. Uh, they ordered a lot of fireworks. Let me put it that way. It was equivalent to all the fireworks that were being let off across the continental United States. They let that off all at once. They didn't Ugh. quite understand what would was happen. You've got to put it, it on a bit of a timer, and 
was it all in one area or were they equally dispersed around the country no no just the one area just the one area and what it's done is it's punched a hole in the landmass and it's just sunk to the bottom but good news for Aotearoa God's own New Zealand is that we are now the fourth largest landmass country um, climbing up the rankings that's right well and you'll be pleased to hear Tim that uh, I spent some of my New Year's in Russia giving a lot of Russian people a lot of acid a lot of drugs and a lot of hacksaws and telling them to start working on the east coast of the country so if I'm not much mistaken they're going to be carving quite a lot that off there and uh, before you know it we could be looking you know at a pedestal finish for largest landmass in the world but all of that's by the by look out for those ruskies with sharp tools though yep sorry as you were um What's important to me right now is, is is you and I discovering together what, in 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 the good name of our Lord and Savior Kevin, is inside of that MacBook mm. Pro box. Well, self-serving check fits in a MacBook Pro box check. It's um a little portion of that fireworks display. Ah, that that took down a whole country, took down the fifth largest country on earth. Um, fourth, fourth at the time, fourth, at the, fifth, at the, fourth at the time, fourth at the time. That's right. Um, and now at the bottom of the ocean. What? Um, how did he get? How did he get the fireworks? Are they used? Are they are they unused? Is there any landmass in the box? Why is this sentimental to to Zicoli? These are the questions I'm asking, and I'm certain certain that the people at home yeah. are also asking Tim. The interesting thing is I've already, uh, I'm just a little bit hazy. Greenland, wasn't it? Iceland. 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 Thank you. Of course it was. You're going great. You're going great. Um, So what's happened is James Reid has managed to buy off of eBay. There were terrible scavengers that came into the country uh, as it was sinking. You know what they're like. You know what these eBay people are like. They're buying up all the beanie babies to deprive it from kids so they can rack up the price and make a profit on other people's fandom. So there they they go, bloody speedboats ahoy when they see all that fireworks display because they know what's happening. Uh, They come and collect some of the spent fireworks knowing that it's a little piece of history now. Um, What was it at one time at the turn of the 21st century, the fifth largest country on earth, and they're just stowing it away on their boats and chucking it on eBay. People are the worst. They are the fucking worst. But the plot thickens, guy, because just like um, those tricky eBay people uh, who, you know, they'll sell you an iPod, which will actually be an iPod box, but it's just got like a little weight in it so it feels to be the same size as an iPod and you open it up it's not there this was supposed to be a MacBook Pro Um, this was supposed to be a real laptop Uh, someone's gotten their boxes mixed up one of the sellers unfortunately and they've given him the fireworks one which ironically is worth way more money from a historical standpoint What's the, the street value of a chunk of Iceland? What is the value of a great piece of art, Guy? It is priceless. It is history. It is historic. It is protected. It is family first. It belongs in the Smithsonian. And does, um, does, does James Reid know that he's not giving Zicoli a MacBook Pro? Or does does he know he he's doesn't. giving him... Oh, wow. No. Yeah. So he's getting... That's hyped. the sad he's, thing. He's getting heisted as well. Yeah, absolutely. Shit. Hoisted by Iceland's own bottle rockets. 
as the saying goes. That's where we get that proverb. And a lot of people wonder about that proverb too. That is directly where it comes from. Hoisted by Iceland's own skyrockets. See if you can work that one into conversation. Yeah, and people, people, We should dispense a weekly proverb for people to work into their conversation so they appear yeah. just a little smarter than they actually are. Yeah, that's it. Well, um, so that's that. Tim, I've got to say... <laughs> My phone is still just completely bl- it's not responding to anything and the fact we've made it oh, this well. far without it crapping yeah. out is uh, yeah. a real triumph but yeah. I think in the interest of preserving this conversation we should probably put a pin in it. Let's not push it, eh? Let's not Let, push it. Let's not. Um so I say to you once mm. more, happy new year. Mm. Um Amiga. What is it going to be? It's that's 28, so it's 12, it's 24. It's not really meagre, but I will say meagre for morale. <laughs> a meagre 24 watches to go in this uh, quest okay. to free ourselves once and for all from the self-built prison. Good night, everybody. We are your you, friends. Yeah, we are, we are your friends. And remember, 2017 is the year of family, comma, first. Um, and just just before we depart as well, uh, I hope everyone's enjoying the Patreon stuff that we got up there a few days ago. Uh, we watched Jingle All The Way a couple of times back to back. Interesting film. Arnold Schwarzenegger at the helm. We've mentioned him in this episode. We talk about him a bit in, in that. And we've also uh, pushed out the Millionaires Club. Um, I look forward to the reception of that. It, it could be good. It could be bad. It's pretty weird, but it's out there. And uh, we look forward to bringing you more content as time goes on 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 the Patreon. Lots of love to you all. Happy 2017. Goodbye, guy. Goodbye, Tim. Ow! This movie's still fine. There's a Coley, One of them dies, that guy's screw. One of them's a hottie, his name is Jay. One of them looks like Johnny Depp, and his name is Johnny Depp. Classic Maximum Joseph. You forget that films are supposed to have a point. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try The Male Gaze? It's The Male Gaze! Creepy guy who films Keira Knightley at her wedding because mm. he's in love with Keira Knightley. Yeah. He's been giving her the cold shoulder because he can't deal with his feelings. I reckon if that was made today, he'd be in love with the groom, the groom. 100%. But then also they- it's a shame that that storyline wouldn't have to be so pervy. Like, yeah. I've been filming you from a distance, even though it's kind of like, oh, I love you, like, you straight man. I mean, they should have just had a beautiful gay storyline. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.